Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. of the Believe Podcast Network. It's time for the Believe in Ole Miss Podcast with your host, Brad Logan, your home for Ole Miss sports. To be a part of the show, email the show at brad.logan at loganmedianetwork.com or shoot him a DM on Twitter at bradlogancote. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. And now, from the vault to the pavilion to Swayze Field, it's all Ole Miss all the time. Here's your host, Brad Logan. And we welcome you into the Believe It Ole Miss podcast, a part of the Believe Network. And it's great to be back after taking a little bit of a break, but oddly enough, it's basketball season. Jared Redding of 24-7 Sports will join us in a moment in a segment we're titling Off the Dribble, and basketball is wide open. We've had another commitment for Ole Miss that has dropped right after our conversation. Point guard Jalen Murray out of St. Peter's has committed to Ole Miss. So if the math is correct, and I believe Ole Miss will have one spot left, one spot left, in what has been a wild offseason. And we will get to all of that with Jared Redding here in just a moment. And it's been so much fun to watch. You know, we listened to the press conference of Chris Beard about what he wanted to do and about how basically Keith Carter understood the significance of, of the hire and understanding there would be backlash with what happened out of Texas. But so far, it has been an absolute home run. So we look forward to getting more information about the recruits that are being recruited, uh, that have committed, and that have signed with Ole Miss. So we'll have that in just a moment with Jared Redding. Now with football, the transfer portal is closed except for graduate students. And right now the SEC meetings are are happening down in Destin. A lot of the talk right now is about scheduling, whether it be eight or nine conference games. So uh, we'll talk a lot about football on our next podcast. We'll break down recruiting, where the transfer portal stands, 
and most importantly, looking at the schedule, it is uh, much different than last year. And it's got some uh, landmines on it. We'll talk about those and kind of get more in-depth about Lane Kiffin, uh, Pete Golding, and in the recruiting trail about how Ole Miss is absolutely red hot in the state of Mississippi in recruiting. But today, it's all about basketball. It's all about Chris Beard. And we're grateful you're part of the ride. Today's podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online, where the game starts. You know that. Use that promo code BLEAV50. That's B L E A V 50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your very first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Let's get to Jared Redding here in just a moment. Thanks very much, everybody, for listening as we uh, kind of get more in routine with the podcast over uh, over the, the, the dog days of summer is SEC media days for football will be right around the corner. But with basketball as hot and heavy as it is, I'm telling you, I think it's going to be a sellout this year at Ole Miss basketball. I really do. I think the Rebels are going to make the NCAA tournament. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. There's a loaded roster, absolutely loaded. Let's get to Jared Redding of 24-7 Sports right after this on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a part of the Believe Network. Today's show is brought to you in part by BetOnline. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments for the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights, and NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all sports wagering needs, including live betting and the fan favorite Vegas Casino and Poker Games. It's really easy to get started. Just head on over to the website, use your mobile device, and sign up today. Use our promo code Believe 50 B-L-E-A-V-50, and receive your 50% welcome bonus in your first deposit. But online, where the game starts. It is a place which exerts an extraordinary pull on all who have walked its hallowed ground. Thousands come each year, and yet no one ever really leaves. Ole Miss is for life. A major university with the familiar intimacy of family. Friendships that are more than friendships. Moments that are more than moments. An autumn celebration on a Saturday afternoon in the Grove. Contests waged and triumphs savored. With our largest freshman class, soaring honors college, national reputation for academics and research, our pride is overflowing. Today, more than ever, for all who have ever called this magical place home, you never leave Ole Miss. Hi, this is Brad Logan. The Grove Collective's mission is to support, elevate, and protect the well-being of all our student-athletes through a wide range of NIL opportunities and initiatives at Ole Miss. The Collective was established to deliver a best-in-class NIL experience that is worthy of the student-athletes who give their all for Ole Miss. This consolidated and sustainable model provides premium access and experiences between our members, corporate partners, and our athletes. To support all Ole Miss athletes and their NIL platforms, visit thegrovecollective.com. That's the Grovecollective.com. Join our team, become a member today. 
Welcome back to the Believe in Ole Miss podcast with your host, Brad Logan. Want to be a part of the program? Just email the show at brad.logan at loganmedianetwork.com or shoot him a DM on Twitter at bradloganCOTE. Whether it's touchdown Ole Miss or showers and right, it's all Ole Miss all the time. And now back to the show. And welcome in, everybody. Brad Logan alongside Jared Redding for the uh, the very first installment of Off the Dribble. And uh, Jared's joining us today, recording on the 30th of May. And it is quite interesting, Jared. You threw out a tweet a little bit earlier uh, in the day. It's been pretty wild on the basketball front. But we want to get everybody caught up on everything going on with Chris Beard, head men's basketball coach at Ole Miss. It has been a wild couple of weeks. It's been a wild couple of weeks, absolutely, Brad. But it's also been kind of a wild couple of months. And – you know, as we kind of sit here and record, I always kind of think back, you know, a couple of months ago where when when basketball was at its absolute low, which was kind of set in motion for a, quite a few years, actually. And, uh, and during that time, it was at that point, it seemed like the fan perception was, OK, like, let's focus on let's skip ahead to watching a national championship baseball team. And then after you see the baseball team's misfortunes in 2023, it's almost the exact opposite with a new coach new staff and some new players coming in, you know, it's just kind of crazy how things have kind of transpired over the past uh, couple of months. But I, I can safely say, and I'm sure you probably agree with me in saying that I've never seen this much excitement surrounding this men's basketball program. And, you know, I feel like this is one of those where, you know, they feel like they, they got a coach who not only has accomplished that, but his track record speaks for itself. And, you know, he taught, he talked a big game made a lot of promises, made a lot of bold statements, and so far he seems to be backing it up as far as you know how to build a program and so forth at yeah, this point. There's a lot that's happened today. Number one, something you and I have known for quite a while, Matthew Morrell will be back uh, next year for Ole Miss, or this year, however you want to coin it. Uh, he's not going to stay in the NBA draft, and he's coming back to Ole Miss. We kind of knew that. Secondly, big news to Jason Jackson, committed to Ole Miss. He's not going to come in. This year he's going to come in to be a member of the 24 class because he's going to play for the overtime elite. Two big stories that happened just today. Yeah, well, those two stories. And, you know, we also tend to forget uh, – or that the third big story of the day, for that matter, is, you know, kind of the predicted – since the kind of arrival of, you know, an assistant coach of the staff and his son, Alan Flanagan, who, you know, was a standout player at Auburn. You know, he was, uh, you know, part of, you know, an Auburn program, you know, that – that's now very much relevant in college basketball. And, you know, it, it helps Ole Miss that they also got his father and Auburn's ace recruiter as well, Wes Flanagan. But, you know, Alan Flanagan is a guy, you know, who is kind of considered, you know, trying to test the, the NBA waters and get some feedback. Um, it, but, you know, he's, he is seen as one of those guys who, you know, just the, the upside is immediately apparent and he backs it up on the, on the court. Um, you know, was all SEC player uh, previously uh, for a reason. Um, but you know, it, it was kind of one thing after another because we all 
expected him to follow his dad to Ole Miss. It was just a matter of when because he, he waited a little bit while, even after planning him after his father West was hired to actually enter the portal because he was weighing kind of all of his options. It was kind of the thing is, okay, what's he going to do as time went on? And Matthew Morrell, it was kind of a similar thing where, you know, he it was kind of out there that, you know, that, that he could be a guy that could return. You know, Beard said in some of the early interviews, uh, you know, before a lot of us kind of got our hands on, especially kind of in the local media, you know, that Morrell is a guy that Beard sees to be an all-SEC player. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, Brad. I see with what Morrell can do and improve on and what he's done here at Ole Miss, he can make that Terrence Davis, you know, giant step forward like, you know, like Terrence Davis did in Kermit Davis's first year. So I'm seeing that. And Jason Jackson, a uh, guy like you just mentioned who reclassified the 2024, um, he was a guy who Florida wanted. Um, and, you know, Florida, LSU was in that mix as well. Uh, you know, he had a very good relationship with Al Pinkins. I had a conversation with him earlier today, and we were uh, talking about that. Uh, but, you know, he, he is willing to, uh, you know, be a, be a part of kind of a revival, you know. And I, I believe that's probably the accurate word of, you know, what Ole Miss is really trying to do right now with his basketball program, just given its its lack of history, but at the same time having you know everything there to build a championship program, and just now having the coaches and players make it happen. Where does this roster stand right now? I mean, there's been a lot of positive things happen over the last couple of days. Kind of looking at things as a whole, you know, Chris Beard has come in. Ole Miss is in a lot of discussions with a lot of high profile players. We know that. Where does it stand currently? Yeah, and I, I think when you look at uh, just the raw numbers, uh, defense is clearly in the details. I mean, you get you know a couple defensive players of the years in the respective conference, and not only that, two seven-footers. And I don't remember the last time that Ole Miss has ever had that on run roster with uh, Musa Cisse and, and Jamarian Sharp, who you know is quite literally Goliath. I mean, seven-foot-five, I don't think you could really uh, argue with that. Led the nation in, in block shots in back-to-back years. Uh yeah, and, and that was one thing that Beard, you know, promised to the fan base that he was going to play solid defense. Um, not only that, and you have uh, Brandon Murray, who in twenty four sevens transfer rankings, is, you know, is within the top fifteen players. Um, I think he got as to as high as number seven at one point. You know, upon hit, hitting the portal and got with SEC experience as well, um, starting his career at LSU and then going to Georgetown and making a lot of good things happen there. Um, Austin Nunes. A guy that, you know, although his stats don't pop off the stat sheet, you know, due to some injuries, uh, you know, there's a reason why he was a McDonald's All-American nominee. Uh, he was a guy that Beard was very familiar with, you know, way early on because him being a native Texan, um, you know, he, 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 he knew very well who Austin Nunes was even before uh, he hit the portal um, as well. But then, of course, we mentioned, you know, Alan Flanagan and we mentioned, you know, it's been documented, and we, you know, we've covered it as time's gone on. One of the first things that Beard did when he was publicly hired was he brought back or you know, convinced Rashad Marshall to reaffirm his commitment to Ole Miss after uh, requesting a release from his national letter of intent. You know, A photo surfaced of he and Beard just almost hours uh, after you know, Beard was publicly announced as Ole Miss's next head coach. Now, granted, not, not everyone you know, said – not everyone uh, – stood by their initial letter of intent, but getting him, getting Jacob Gazzo, adding to it with uh, Cameron Barnes, you know, a guy from a Texas high school uh, powerhouse in Duncanville, adding a walk-on who, you know, you know, makes buckets happen, you know, and, you know, Gavin Murphy, guy from Calabasas, California, 
you know, Beard mentioned, you know, when I had him on a one-on-one interview with him a couple weeks ago that, you know, that they're, that the, the roster isn't quite complete. Um, that, that was a couple weeks ago, um, I should say. And that the staff isn't also complete is, is, is not complete as well. He talked about that despite bringing in, you know, guys who he's worked with before and guys who are not only good coaches and good recruiters. You talk about Al Pinkins and his, not only his return to Oxford, but, you know, his kind of four-star general status when it comes to coaching in the SEC. And me and kind of the big guy whisperer, um, Brian Berg, who was on, on you know Chris Beard's staff at Texas Tech and formerly at Georgia Southern. You obviously mentioned uh, Wes Flanagan, the part of that, and all the stuff that he did at Auburn and even as a player in the SEC um, when he was there. And we talked about you know what kind of role that would be. He wouldn't specify on that, so it'll be interesting to kind of see how that unfolds. Bringing in John Riley, his former uh, strength and conditioning coach at Texas, at Texas bringing him over with him, surrounding some guys that, you know, he knows very well and he's familiar with and knows that they can make a difference in this new program. Obviously there's going to be a uh, kind of a question mark over a little bit of the waiver situation when it comes to Brandon Murray and Musa Cisse, both being two-time transfers. Brandon Murray, LSU, Georgetown. Um, and, then, uh, and then, of course, Cisse, starting his career at Memphis, um, being a Lausanne Collegiate product, and, you know, of course, going to Oklahoma State. Guy who Ole Miss actually faced at one time, too, uh, during uh, this past season. Uh, but I think the early results speak for itself. Um, you know, it's kind of been out there, even by some guys in the national college world, uh, that Ole Miss, you know, should be considered as, you know, one of the team, one of the dark horse teams to really turn some heads and surprise a lot of people in 23-24. You laid out everything pretty good there. And, and one thing, I think you kind of talked about some players that are expecting to make a big impact. And, Jared, a lot of those players weren't on the roster last year. It's been more of a overhaul than I think I've expected a lot of other players and a lot of other fans have expected. What has been surprising of you of the current players, uh, whether it be Morrell, Brakefield, there's just not a lot of flavor there from last year. Yeah, uh, and – one of the things that Beard mentioned uh, when he first got the job and when he told the fan base was one of the reasons why he took this old Miss job was some of the talent that was already there on the roster. Of course, you didn't go into specific names, but you can kind of pinpoint based on what you saw from last year who's who you know some of those guys were. And when you bring back you know your, your key veteran guard and Matthew Morrell, and you get Jamin Brakefield who took a massive, massive step forward. Um, you know, th- this past season, you know, you got, a, you know, a, a good nucleus in of itself right there. And then obviously adding TJ or, excuse me, bringing back uh, TJ Caldwell in the mix, a guy that, you know, you saw flashes here and there. And you saw the TJ Caldwell that he was being recruited as, you know, being a former, being a former four star. Um, I think uh, th- those three is something that you can build off of. And Robert Cowherd as well, who was redshirted um, last season, is a guy who's kind of that fourth player that brought in, um, you know, obviously, you know, Deshaun Ruffin's career at Ole Miss didn't pan out the way that a lot of us would have hoped that he would have hoped with injuries and, you know, things off the court, uh, just d- d- trying to get better physically and mentally, especially after all the tough things that he went through with his injuries, at Ole Miss, Amari Abram, the guy who, you know, you, you, you saw a guy who could take over a game and there were times where he had potential takeover games. Like you saw last year in Malik Ewan, uh, you can see you, you saw some of the upside before his season obviously got cut short due to things off the court. Um, and, you know, there were a lot of guys from last year, you know, a lot of the bigs who, you know, 
exhausted their eligibility or, you know, and, uh, so of course Beard had to, you know, replace that yet. And he's got a couple guys in there to do that from freshmen to some of the guys they added from the portal. But, you know, I think when you, when you combine some of the guys who are familiar with it, guys who have had a lot of experience underneath their belt versus with guys who are accomplished elsewhere, if you get to the buy-in of that culture, and that's something that Beard mentions a whole lot, talking about culture. He said that, you know, sometimes in college basketball that's often overused. Uh, but he said, you know, in this particular program, you know, they mean it. And he went about it as like, you know, what do you want? You know, if you're going to tell me, you tell me you want to be an NBA player, your actions have to back it up. And elite players know exactly what they want, um, and they know what it takes to get there. And I think, you know, Beard has done a good job of identifying those type of people who – you know, are, are they're firm in their belief of, you know, they know that they are great players. They want to pursue great things. They know how to do it. So if, and I think they're with the addition of Flanagan today, the addition of Jacob Gazzo along with Gavin Murphy, I think there are two spots open. Uh, if I'm adding correctly, if you look at someone like a, a Juju Murray out of St. Peter's, a point guard. I think they'll get one more point guard if they can out of the portal, possibly a Troy Woodbury out of uh, Utah Valley. And, of course, there's been some toss of Julian Phillips. Who do you think could fill those two spots right now uh, from what you've heard uh, uh, listen to to the birds that are talking about the portal? Yeah, I think that's kind of a tough, tough thing to answer right now is because I think this staff has to really kind of properly kind of put the ducks in a row of – you know, obviously identifying the good players, but kind of where they kind of fit in this system, in other words. And, you know, in despite, you know, the haul that Ole Miss has brought in so far, you know, they missed out on some pretty good ones. And guys who I firmly believe um, had a legitimate shot to be in there, guys who not only were recruited by the previous regime, but also were got that guys that were high on Chris Beard's wish list at Texas um, and, you know, really chose to go elsewhere. I think it's kind of – that's kind of a tough thing to answer right now um, but there is, you know, I think that of course that the staff is, or excuse me, the, the roster is not quite complete at this point in time. They need, they needed a point guard. Uh, they, they've missed out on quite a few of them and, you know, that is kind of an insurance policy, uh, you know, to, to, to try to develop some depth, uh, there at point guard. And, you know, of course you're going to, you're going to have to, you know, really, Nail that, and that was one of the things that even prior to this, that was a big need that was really addressed by a lot of people. But they had to fill every single spot uh, up to that point. Jillian Phillips was, you know, a guy that was kind of on a watch list. Ole Miss was, you know, kind of back up on that. Trey Woodbury was obviously linked uh, there for a while. Um, there were talks even, you know, prior to a commitment um, that, you know, Andrew Taylor at Marshall, you know, was a guy that Ole Miss obviously, along with others, talked to, ended up. You know, committing to Mississippi State. Um, so, you know, and of course they brought in a visitor uh, recently uh, from St. Peter's and Jalen Murray, um, a guy who who has actually played in a Final Four. Uh, that that visit was this past weekend. So if they're trying to get that point guard, I mean, and get a guy who makes something happen, you know, that and they have the experience and they have the talent, you know, why not go after him? But I think there's other names that are kind of out there right now that you know are kind of juggled if you will you're one of the few outlets that had an opportunity to speak with chris beard 
just kind of an overall, you know, summation to the Ole Miss fan. What what are your thoughts about Beard? What what do you think the fans can be looking forward to in regards to his demeanor on the sideline, in your opinion, or how he's dealing with the media and that sort of thing? Just kind of curious, how was he on a one-on-one basis? Yeah, I think he's a guy that, you know, I think the first word that would come to mind is uh, genuine, you know. Um, you know, he's he's a guy who – understands that 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 you know good that good questions will be asked and what tough questions will be asked and he you know is a guy who kind of demands you know firmness and 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 honesty with it and kind of making sure that you know people that people in the media know that whatever he's trying to do that he's not trying to cut corners you know understanding you know that there's a sense of urgency at the same time you know if you want it this way like let me let me and my staff go out and make it happen but i think Talking very genuine because one of the things that is often associated with uh, Coach Beard is his activeness in the community wherever he's been. Um, you know, you look at some of his fireside chats from Texas and Texas Tech. You know, you know, having just normal everyday conversations with these people, with the Matthew McConaughey's of Texas, Steve, Steve Sarkeesian, former players. Um, you know, Bebo, uh, one of the more iconic live mascots uh, in college basketball. Uh, and with these conversations, like basketball was kind of on the background. It was kind of the background. I think uh, he just takes those times to really focus on the relational aspect. You know, talk about what's the best place to go to in Austin, Texas. What's the, you know, when you think of Lubbock, Texas, and all the good times you can have, what can you do? You go, you know, just go over favorite books that he likes to read. Um, go over favorite songs that he likes to enjoy. Um, it, it, he's, he's a very much a salesman of, you know, he tries to sell that his product, you know, the best of his ability. And you look at, if you scroll through Chris Beard's Twitter feed, you know, he hasn't tweeted publicly, uh, to my knowledge since being hired at Ole Miss, but you scroll down a lot of the first tweets you'll see is a picture of the student section and a picture of the fans and saying like, thank you so much for being here. Cause he realizes that, that you, if you build that base locally, um, that will only expand outwards, uh, even beyond the place where you're at. And, you know, talking to him, you can see that he doesn't try to really, you know, beat, beat around the bush too much. He kind of, uh, you know, you straight to the point, but will explain, you know, his position kind of, you know, in depth and there's some, there's some detail, uh, in there. Um, but we had a great conversation, a lot of, you know, obviously there's going to be some questions about basketball, but, you know, I, I think some of my favorite questions was asking stuff that were not, that were beyond the X's and O's and players, you know, just talking about building a culture. That's, Cause that's something that I'm personally uh, really fascinated with. It's how a team builds a culture and really sustains it over the time with different personnel and staff changes and all that. And explaining that, that what is at its core and what makes it at its core was something that I genuinely enjoyed listening to, um, you know, shaking his hand, um, you know, realizing that, you know, he told me that, you know, that he had learned a lot about me and that, and that we, that we want to work with the media, you know, that we, we, you know, are going to be, you know, we kind of have each other's backs, um, that, you know, he's going to be firm and honest with us. He's not going to beat around the bush with us and having a mutual respect, um, you know, for the people that, you know, that we do our jobs with. So that was really good to hear. So before we let you go, I'm going to put you on the spots a little bit. A couple of media members have went out on a limb and said not only do they think Ole Miss will not finish last in the SEC in men's basketball uh, next year, but uh, 
a team that might make the NCAA tournament. In fact, some have went so far as to say they think they will. Uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, obviously it would be uh, a, a guess at this point, but but it would be an educated guess from you because you're so close to the program, you're so close to recruiting, and you've had a chance to visit with Coach Beard uh, so far. What are your thoughts on this uh, this upcoming season? Yeah, I think obviously with a lot of those things, it's kind of tough to really put your finger on it and just say – this is how many wins are going to win next year because there's so many underlying variables that go with it. But based on the surface level, you could look at the last year, last two years, and say there's nowhere to go but up. And I think that would be for saying that. And uh, of course, when you win seven game, or seven SEC games in a matter of two years, there really is nowhere to go but up. And I, and I believe that this is a situation like that. But you know, you look at you know what you need to be successful in the SEC. You can't so much rely on one one area of the game of course last year being the obvious blatantly obvious emphasis on you know defense and shot blocking but all kind of at the cost of offense um so i think you know being a staff has really done a good job kind of looking at it from a whole picture spectrum and you know trying to find you know a good balance of you know being able to find those players that you know are capable of running that type of motion offense that you know that beard has been a part of with coach knight and some of the other staffs uh, talk about, you know, his mentor, Tim Floyd, um, who also with Kermit Davis as well. Uh, um, and, you know, and, and realizing that, you know, the defense is kind of part of it. And we look at defense, look no further than the guys only they brought in, uh, you know, but the guys who are kind of have that kind of baked into their DNA. And so I think, you know, this is a defense that, you know, as of right now, they can hold, they can hold teams and be possibly a top four, top five defense, maybe even better, honestly, in the SEC. And I think if you look offensively and trying and you know taking the steps forward with uh, Morrell and uh, you know with, with you know, Brayfield and, and trying to see what's going to happen with Brandon Murray and trying to help a guy like Austin Nunez and trying to you know help others to, to come in and make something happen. Uh, I think the more I think the more you know the fast pace motion using your defense let your be your offense and your offense taking advantage of it uh, is going to be big and I think that given the personnel that that's right there right now I think they can make that happen so uh, put me on the spot uh, I say expect at the absolute very least worst case scenario you know 19 wins maybe even 20. If you if you want to be a little bit generous, um, and obviously with the new excitement, there's going to be you know the sixth man around them that's going to help them with that, and you, you see that evident everywhere you go on social media, all the excitement surrounding the program. So, and I think this is a team that you know at worst, you know can finish, uh, you know six or seventh the SEC. But now that we know that this the type of caliber conference the SEC is, you're six or seventh the SEC. That gets you to an NCAA tournament. That's one of the things that Beard talked about is, you know, right away is winning and winning now. So I think I can stand by these predictions and safely say that. Well, I think more than anything, Jared, it's the end of May and we're talking about Ole Miss men's basketball. I mean, I don't know that that's happened in our lifetime that people are talking about basketball in May. It's pretty much been a football uh, school, so to speak. I mean, I don't think that anybody is is saying that Ole Miss has always been struggled struggling in men's basketball. 
And it's just kind of been a program that's been a bit of a doormat. And all of a sudden now there's a lot of life coming in. And, and I've said earlier today that if you're going to get tickets, you better get them now. Because by the midway through the year, it's going to be hard sellouts for SEC games. I have no yep. doubt that the pavilion's going to see things and you're going to hear things that's just never been heard before inside that facility. And I know people are excited about that. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, before we close, let me close with this kind of on that point. And that's one thing that, you know, I've been listening to, you know, previous, previous interviews with not only like myself with that, but, you know, in the times that he's really gotten a chance to, you know, to speak with people based about his new program and talking to other people who know him is, you know, that, when, when he talks about the vision of the program, he talks about, you know, the cr- great tradition of Ole Miss men's basketball. He'll say that, but at the same time, you know, Ole Miss has only been to nine NCAA tournament appearances all time. They've won five NCAA tournament games. And Chris Beard has won five NCAA tournament games in one season. Uh, they did at Texas Tech. And I think it's, it, you know, there's some intent behind saying that is because, you know, when you bring in the, the type of players that you're looking for and building the program, you know, they're not going to care what happened in the past. And, you know, Ole Miss has certainly had its struggles uh, all time when it comes to men's basketball. Uh, But, you know, not letting that define what this program is. And I think that's a very deliberate and conscious effort to put that out there, that when you talk to uh, these players, it's like, you know, why not Ole Miss? Why not now? It's more than the history of the program. You know, it's about the people that that are surrounding the program currently and surrounding them with the fan base, surrounding them with the facilities. And, you know, playing for that season, competing for championships now. You know, who cares what happened back then? You know, this is why we came here, and it's it's all kind of forward from here. He's Jared Redding. He does a great job covering Ole Miss men's basketball, also covers baseball. But today we're talking men's basketball because Chris Beard has set the recruiting trail on fire, and he's got a lot of enthusiasm on the Ole Miss fan base in the Ole Miss basketball program. Jared does a great job. Follow him on Twitter. That's at Jared e. Redding. Most importantly, watch and follow his work on Rebs247.com. That's where he's a part of Inside the Rebels, an affiliate of 247 Sports. Jared, thanks very much for joining us. It's an exciting time for Ole Miss basketball. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Take care, Brad. And thanks to Jared Redding for joining us on the installment of Off the Dribble. Just another part of the Believe It Ole Miss podcast that we're excited about growing. And we hope you enjoy that. Thankful for our sponsor today, Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Remember, right now the NBA Finals are going on, so an opportunity for you to be a part of Bet Online and the community there. Use that promo code Believe Fifty to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus in your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. And uh, Jared kind of put it best: uh, this is going to be an exciting brand of basketball. I've went on the record talking about how I think this team's going to be really, really good. And uh, I know you were excited as well. Get those season tickets now because I think they really will sell out. It's going to be a fun, fun uh, time inside the pavilion. And I think someone uh, talked to someone actually tweeted at me at uh, Brad Logan COTE and said that they believe that this coach and that coach being Chris Beard will have a blank canvas when it comes to the pavilion. You know, we've never, and I pointed out, we've never heard the pavilion rocking. And I think we're going to have an opportunity to do that really, really soon uh, this basketball season upcoming. We appreciate you being part of the Believe It On This podcast. Uh, if you have any questions about anything, you can always shoot me a direct message on Twitter at BradLoganCOTE, or you can always shoot me an email at brad.logan at loganmedianetwork.com. Remember, we're on Facebook at Brad Logan Media. 
You can get the podcast on all the available podcast platforms. And we say it all the time. Most importantly, thanks for telling a friend. And we appreciate you being part of the Believe in Ole Miss podcast right here on the Believe Network. listening to the believe in Ole Miss podcast with your host Brad Logan download the show on Apple podcasts Google Play or wherever you get your podcasts please subscribe rate and leave a review online be sure and check us out on Twitter at Brad Logan C-O-T-E and at believe podcasts as well as Facebook Brad Logan media from the vault to the pavilion to Swayze Field. It's all Ole Miss all the time. This has been the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a presentation of the Believe Podcast Network. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Hey, parents, Greenlight is here to take one big thing off your to-do list, teaching your kids about money. With a Greenlight debit card and money app of their own, Kids and teens learn to earn, save, and invest. You can send money instantly, set flexible controls, and get real-time notifications of your kids' money activity. Set up chores and put allowance on autopilot to reward them for their hard work. Then learn about the world of money together. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com slash podcast.